0: Welcome to another edition of uh, Hockey 24-7, brought to you by Raider Media. We're coming to you delayed live from Danville Park Girls High School. We're here for the Spa Indoor Test Series featuring South Africa, Zimbabwe, and Botswana. And uh, I'm joined by the man of the moment, the man of the year, the man of the century, when it comes to hockey, Tyron Jabu Barnard. Uh, how are you doing? I'm great. I
1: was just about to say, who are you introducing? Because it's just me sitting here. <laughs> but uh, thanks for that introduction, Derek. I think um, if if I am the, the man of the moment, you are definitely the voice of the moment. So uh, it's been a very good uh, adventure into this Hockey 24-7 podcast. Great feedback. And it's been really great being here for the Indoor Series at Danville.
0: Yeah, it's been great because we've been broadcasting the matches live, especially South Africa's games. But on top of that, we've been able to gra- uh, get great guests uh, running around, uh, trying to find them. Although we had to fight for our guests today because uh, they re- were rather more keen to get in the bus and go home after their match uh, than sit with us. Not all of them. Uh,
1: our one guest to share all along. we we'll yes. give her credit. Our other de- guest is a great stand-in after someone else uh, said she's got a dentist appointment. Uh, uh, she, I'm not going to mention names.
0: It, it, our, our other guest was literally told. She was sitting on the bus. Okay, I'll actually let you tell this story. Uh, Tiken <laughs> Fareed, tell us what exactly happened. How did you end up sitting in that chair?
2: Um, So I was sitting on the bus and I got a phone call from Cindy. Um, to say that she was on her way, but I needed to come up for an interview quickly. Um, so <laughs> the whole bus was treating me, saying, no, don't go, because we want to go back to the hotel. We're not going to wait for you. And I was like, no, you guys must wait. Let me just go see what it's all about. Um, but they've, they've left me here, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll give you a lift, don't worry. Yeah, uh, it's called Uber, it's fine. <laughs> okay, just to, to to give the intros, uh, Jabi, I'll leave it up to you. Yes, yeah,
1: so uh, alongside Tegan here is... Um, None other than Celia Evans, the 2016 South African Hockey Player of the Year. She's just come back from a a bit of a nasty knee injury that saw her miss a year of action and she looks like she's never been away. Welcome, Celia.
3: Hello. Thank you for having me. So, uh, Celia,
1: you and Tegan, what's great about having... Oh, quickly. Yes. Intro
0: for Tegan. Okay.
1: (coughs) In the blue corner. (laughs) (laughs) Weighing in at you never answer that about a lady. Uh, Tegan Furry. A South African outdoor national who got her first cap last week against Namibia. Or maybe three weeks ago when you listen to this. I'm not sure when it'll be published. 25, 26, 27 caps now for the indoor and a goal scoring machine. Tegan free
2: Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think it's really great having the two of you because uh, many players are not crossover players like you are. Both of you play national outdoor. Both of you play national indoor. somehow fit both of it in is there a preference for one over the other
3: for me personally um i have to say i have more flair in indoor it's free i can just go and i really enjoy it um but my dream is olympics so i have to choose outdoor
1: yeah absolutely i think that's probably a driving factor for so many players that do pick outdoor over indoor
2: um i actually prefer outdoor um, I enjoy the intensity of indoor, um, but I definitely would go with outdoor if I had to make a choice. I enjoy the freedom that you have. There's a lot more skills you can use. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, and you are a bit of a goal machine, both in indoor and outdoor. Um, I remember seeing one of your goals in outdoor IPT recently. Is that your favourite part of the game, scoring goals?
2: Um, I do enjoy scoring, um, but I also enjoy setting up goals. Um, I believe that it is a team sport, so I'm happy for the team to score. If I'm on the end of it, then that's great too.
0: And the non-cliched answer?
2: That is the non-cliched <laughs> answer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, And obviously, you, you're almost on 30 caps for indoor. Celia, you're almost on 40. Ha, has Im- indoor um, influenced your outdoor ability?
3: For me, it's just decision-making, so everything is a lot quicker. So before I receive the ball, I literally have to know what I'm going to do next. And that definitely helps my outdoor.
0: Tyron spoke about the injury that you're carrying, but you've also got a bit of an injury to the face. Are still nursing some uh, stitches?
3: Yes, yeah, nothing too serious, just a bit of a knock.
0: Uh, What happened?
3: I just got a stick to the head during the game in outdoor against Namibia.
1: What brand of stick was it?
3: I d- actually, I don't even know. No, I do know Adidas.
0: Yeah, I mean that explains it, doesn't it? Well, you've got three stripes across your forehead in the in the form of uh, the stitches. So it kind of sums it up perfectly. Uh, brilliant. Uh, yeah, Tegan. Just getting back to those goal goal scoring charts, I mean, it's the first time I've seen you in action. That was uh, a couple of days ago in the the night match against Zimbabwe, where you ended up winning fourteen one. And uh, how many how many goals did you end up scoring? Five.
2: Yeah, five.
0: Uh, did you know conclusively at the end or, or did you lose count?
2: Um, I, I kind of knew because I knew that two of them were strokes so it was easier to keep count. Yeah.
0: Uh, Celia, just having a look at the SA side, uh, the, the pace at which you ladies play is, is something to behold and I've been blown away at the performances especially over this uh, this past week and um, granted you, you had Botswana who, who are very much new to the game Zimbabwe, you know that they have a lot to offer, they've improved exponentially uh, throughout the week. Um, but that being said, uh, you certainly haven't taken your foot off the pedal to to use a, another terrible cliche.
3: No, definitely not. Um, coming back from injury and trying to like play at the speed and pace and everything that this team does, it's a bit of a shock. Um, but it's exciting to play. You always have to be one step above and one step ahead. Zimbabwe yesterday, I think they shocked us a little bit with their tempo that they brought. And tonight's going to be an interesting game to see what they bring.
0: You know what I really enjoyed was earlier when we were looking for another guest when when the, the, the players all decided to disappear, Uh, we asked you, who are you good friends with in the squad? Then we'll we'll bring her out here. And you said, no, everyone. Obviously, except Tegan. But you said, bring everyone out. Um, And and you can see the camaraderie amongst the team. I mean, it it definitely does have a more than just... people doing a job it, it does seem like a family affair
3: yeah it definitely helps indoors a smaller team so you get to know people more individually because there's only 11 of you so whether I share a room with this person or that person it doesn't make a difference we're just happy and we've got to get the job done
1: it's quite ironic that uh, CL says that because I was chatting to Tegan last week in Joburg and I asked Tegan who do you like the most in the indoor side and she said everyone who's in the emerging side I don't really like anyone in the main side <laughs> It was so awkward. Um, so, who, <laughs> tics, who who are you rooming with?
2: Um, I'm actually rooming with my mom.
0: Uh, you see, you see exactly <laughs> what I said. That's so cool, <laughs> Shane. That's uh, not nice to say about Cindy. <laughs> no, no.
3: <laughs> no I'm, I'm <laughs> Cindy's my roomie. Uh, I'm happy.
1: Cindy is not old enough to be your mom. No. So let's let's move on from that. Um, Tees, you you made your national Outdoor... And as you said, it's, it's a big passion of yours, Ado, your, your debut last week against uh, Namibia. How great was that moment?
2: It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'm, I spent the past two games before that on the sideline and just taking the field. And with those teammates, I mean, I could see every single one of them were so happy that I was getting to play that match. And it was a very, very special moment. Um, it's something I actually can't even describe.
1: And uh, were your, your family there with you?
2: Yeah, my mum, dad and sister came up to watch. Um, they came up on the Saturday morning.
1: Did they all room with you?
2: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I mean, you brought up your sister and, and, and this is uh, a bit for both of you. You both have quite sporting siblings. Uh, how does that help your own competitiveness uh, with Kiryan and with uh, uh, Brett?
3: For well, me, um, I actually have a younger brother and I feel really sorry for him because I cheated my way. Like if he had to bowl me out, I'd be like, no, 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 I wasn't ready. So he helped me a lot. And Brett was always away with soccer. So um, just watching him, he's my hero, like his work ethic and everything that he put into the sport and gives back now. He's definitely one of my heroes and idols.
0: Yourself, Teagan?
2: Yeah, um, so my sister is five years younger than me and we are always outside playing with our sticks, doing whatever we can. Um, We run together as well at an athletics club um, and we are highly competitive. Um, Even just day-to-day things, we're very competitive with each other. Um, I also have an older brother who's two years older than me. Um, He actually doesn't do much sport now. He's more into animation, but growing up, he did do sports. He did cricket, soccer. Um, bit of hockey, and that's actually how I got into hockey. Um, I saw him playing, and I was like, "Oh, this looks like fun! I want to join in." And yeah, that's where it all started. So I can give credit to both of them.
0: Animation in terms of of drawing or, or computer graphics, etc.
2: Yes, yes, yeah.
0: It's a pretty
1: fine art. It's pretty cool. Has he made an animation of you playing hockey yet?
2: Uh, no, he actually hasn't. I uh-huh. must get onto his case with that one.
1: Yeah, you, you can make a computer game.
2: Yeah, yeah, he um he actually animates for a company called Derivco. And they do online gambling. So he does all the animation for that.
1: I mean, that sounds pretty great.
0: That's uh, really, really cool. You get him involved, yeah, with hockey. Uh, anyone making, wanting to make bets uh, when South Africa play, uh, get him involved.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, you mentioned your brother Brett being away with uh, football a lot. And uh, it's quite clear to us in the warm-ups, the girls often play a little bit of football, especially when you're around, uh, football in your blood as well.
3: I love it. I actually had to choose between the two sports. And um, I only played soccer up until 13 years old. And then my mom was like, no, I need to choose another sport. And I saw hockey. So that's why I started playing. And I played varsity cup soccer. I played throughout university, but just stopped recently.
1: Sure. And uh, I mean, you've obviously seen uh, uh, the sports that you play. uh, Some some fantastic sponsors have come on board. Uh, I mean, obviously for football, Cecil with Banyana Banyana have been great. But how important has SPA been for indoor hockey?
3: Well, I think if you compare the two sports now um, with outdoor and indoor, we now have Supergroup. And without these sponsors, we wouldn't be able to really play or do anything. Um, I think these sponsors go beyond and above what is really expected of them. And it definitely helps us to follow our passions and dreams.
0: Yeah, there's no question that... Hockey uh, certainly bites the big one when it comes to money being handed out in terms of sponsors and and sports sponsors. But uh, having spent the week with with you ladies, uh, I'm amazed at how Lenny, your coach, really, really makes you one for nothing. And that the only thing you really need to worry about is what happens out on the court. I I think the rest pretty much takes care of itself, thanks to Lenny and, of course, the the great uh, help from sponsors like Spa.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, what they do is incredible. Um, It really, we can just focus on getting onto that court and playing that game and doing the best that we can do. Um, And like Celia said, it really wouldn't be possible without all their support.
0: What have you made of the series so far, Celia? I mean, we've spoken about how Zimbabwe have improved, uh, so they've certainly closed the gap in terms of scorelines. Uh, that 14-1 uh, scoreline a couple of nights ago seems like a world away, given the fact that you were closely run by them last night. And uh, when I say last night, uh, it could very well be uh, last week or, or whenever by the time you do hear this podcast. But um, from the team perspective, uh, Zimbabwe is certainly improving, um, but are you you're happy with your own team's progress?
3: Yes, I think so. I think um, Zimbabwe have improved, but also after the third game of playing them, they're going to know our tactics. So we also have to step up and improve and change things. So it's a bit of um, a catch-22 with that. Um, And going forward, I think it's, it's more of a mental thing now with us, and consistency is obviously key. We have to improve in certain areas and really look at video and look at ourselves individually and how we can improve.
1: How different are the video sessions between indoor and outdoor hockey?
3: Outdoors, really. Well, it was really long. Um, we had some teammates falling asleep during the videos. Um, where as indoor, <laughs> I'm not mentioning names. But I she mentioned. sitting next to you. <laughs> no, no, no. I was. won't
1: mention names, but it's all the retired players. <laughs> yeah,
3: she has retired, so <laughs> she was my roommate also. So, and I'm very serious. I take like video very seriously with a notebook and everything. So, it was a bit um, of a situation in our team. Um, but yeah, indoor it's 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 really to the to the point. Um, it's very clear on what we have to do. Um, we have clear structure and tactics. Whereas outdoor, I think we go a little bit more in depth. Like Tigi was saying, with different types of skills, obviously the game is bigger and there's more options and how to outlet and whatnot. So it, it it is very different.
1: And uh, being involved in both structures, I mean, the indoor line is as uh, established. As uh, as a coach, as you can pretty much be ninety, I think that's ninety two caps as the women's indoor coach. Robin, right at the start of his reign, three caps now. Um, how much of a factor does that play in team talks and team announcements, in terms of finding the culture and stuff like that?
2: Um, I think it does. I think it does play a bit of a role. Um, whereas we, as a team, we know Lenny, and we're to get we've been together for quite a bit, I mean uh, this will be my i think going into my third year now playing in the indoor setup whereas I've only played one cap for the outdoor setup, and I think nerves and that also plays a role from a player's point of view, so I'm sure from a coaching point of view it's quite similar in that regard.
3: For me, Lenny has a very um, unique style of coaching where he trusts his players a lot and we all have an input within our own structure. Not that he we, we overrule him or anything, but we can identify things on the field or on the court and then bring that back. And then with his input, we merge it together. So with that, I think it works really well because we trust him and he trusts us and together we go onto the court.
1: Oh, that's fantastic stuff. Yeah, and then obviously, I mean... We've, we've tried to get Lenny on the podcast, and he says, no, get my girls on. That's what he always does. He, ne- he doesn't want to talk. He wants uh, your story to be told. And, you know, We're happy to do that, but it's really great to see.
0: And j- just on the subject of, of Lenny, uh, and it's not to be sexist whatsoever, but uh, I've always found it interesting because, I mean, having played sport myself, I've always had a, a male coach, so the same gender. Are there any ever awkward moments, Um Having a, a male coach uh, amongst a, a group of females?
3: I've never had an awkward moment, no. Um, I think it helps that he's a little bit older, um, married, established. So, no, not at all. Um, he keeps boundaries and I think we do also. And if anything had to happen, like it would be a joke between us, yeah. not necessarily awkward.
0: Yeah, and he comes across as that character as well. I've always just wondered about the relation, to, and even it, it would be the case if it was a female coach coaching a bunch of men. Um, but uh, he really, really is a lovely guy, and I, I take my hat off to him. I, I've really enjoyed his company over the last couple of days, and the first time I've uh, really met him.
1: Yeah, and uh, there's certain conversations that I can't share on a podcast, but that I've had uh, with Lenny that are, are memorable. Memorable, and Tegan's smiling because she knows there was a conversation in Zimbabwe or a, a conversation that lasted a few glasses of wine too long. Um, obviously, I mentioned Zimbabwe. Both of you have fortunately been able to travel to some really incredible places. So what I want to ask both of you, where's the favorite place you've traveled for hockey? And what's on your bucket list to still travel to for hockey? Tegan?
2: Sure. Um, I have to say that... I think Switzerland was definitely a highlight for me, and the country is absolutely stunning.
0: And it's nice uh, and cheap as well.
2: Oh yeah, super cheap. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, in that trip, we also went to Czech Republic, and that was also also very stunning, but a different kind of pretty. Um, but I have to say, probably my favourite has to be Chile. Um, the people are super friendly. It's, uh, I enjoy summer, so it was we went there in summer, it was very hot. Um, and it was just like a free lifestyle in a way. You could walk in the streets. It was it was absolutely lovely.
0: It's pronounced Chile. <laughs> no, my, my mom grew up there. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I know. I know it pretty well. Where where all were you in Chile?
2: Uh, Santiago.
0: Lovely place, eh? Yeah, it really is. Beautiful. So now, where's your bucket list place?
2: Um, I also really like Europe. So I have been to the Netherlands to visit my aunt, but I would like to go there for hockey as well, um, and probably just travel Belgium, Germany, do like a, a tour there. No, it doesn't
0: know? count, you can't name 18 countries, one country.
2: Um, yeah, I'd have to, Yo, this is actually quite a hard question, can I come back to it? <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> not at all. Go. <laughs> you just named five, so pick yeah. one of them.
2: Um, Okay, I'll go with the Netherlands.
0: Okay, nice. Even though you've been there already. Terrible bucket list.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely want to go back.
0: (laughs) Celia, yourself?
3: I think mine's a bit weird. Uh, My bucket list is India. I know most people hate going there, but I've always wanted to play in that crowd and see what it's like in that weather and just test myself under tough um, conditions. As well as I'm really interested about their culture and history and the people there I think um, I'd like to explore. And then um, my favorite, it has to be, I have two, sorry. We women, we can choose. <laughs> um, it has to be playing in Barcelona. Um, I went to Camp now, um, which is awesome. I love soccer, so obviously. And then playing in the World Cup in the Netherlands, just the culture, seeing kids riding on their bicycles, and that hockey is their main um, sport in the country. That was awesome.
1: Um, Derek? I know this isn't about you, but what about you? You've traveled quite a lot. What What was your top country?
0: Uh, my top country... Uh, I enjoyed the Caribbean. St. Lucia was really, really nice. India I absolutely loved. Um, but... Jeez, I, mm, that's I, a
1: girl. You can't pick one, eh? Yeah,
0: yeah. it's tough, man. Um, Argentina, probably. I, I love Argentina. It's, it's, it's my favorite. We go to South America quite a bit, so I've spent uh, plenty of time there. Peru. Peru is also amazing. But Argentina would take my numero uno. Although my best ever holiday was actually just around the corner in Zimbabwe. And uh, I went there on rugby tour when we were still at school. And before we left, we were given the option because it was a three-week tour. And we were told we were going to spend a weekend over at Vic Falls. And our coaches said, listen, we've got enough money to do one of two things. We can either go do bungee jumping or we can do whitewater rafting. So I said, no, well, let's do whitewater rafting because obviously it's a team environment and it takes a whole day. So it's really, really cool. It, it lends towards the, the team ethos. Then I also heard that if you go naked with the bungee, you go for free anyway. So on the Saturday, we went and did the white water rafting. And on the Sunday, I got to the bridge and I started taking take off my clothes. And this Aussie who was running the show came running over. He goes, hey, what the hell are you doing? I said, no, I'll take off my clothes. He goes, why the hell are you doing that? So I said, no, I want to jump naked. He goes, no, it only applies to women. So, unfortunately, never got to bungee in, in Zim. <laughs> I'm glad that story ended there. <laughs> uh, and, and bucket list, I would have to say Japan. And I think I might be going there at the end of the year with the Rugby World Cup. So, so quite excited. And yourself?
1: Favorite. I've been to Croatia, Dubrovnik specifically. Um, Game of Thrones fan as well makes it extra special to see Old Town. And bucket list. It's uh, maybe a boring bucket list for many, but uh, the big old USA. Let's go visit uh, Trump, land.
0: Yeah, Trumpland. That uh, should be great. Now it's time to, to spill some dirt on your teammates. Uh, who's the worst roommate, Celia? In indoor. Yeah. Um, I haven't actually.
3: I really don't know. I promise you. Like, I know in outdoor, I would have to...
0: Yeah, th- go for it. Outdoor.
3: Lillian, just because she's really messy.
1: Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I, I'll buy you some time. My worst roommate was Brighty Mashaba, because he's the only one I've had on an indoor tour. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, Brighty being the, the video analyst as well uh, yes. for, for the SA Indoor Ladies. Uh, Tegan, your worst roommate uh, across the board?
2: Um, I've actually only ever roomed with my mum because I'm a a type 1 diabetic. Um, Okay. Yeah. But your mum is
0: your worst roommate then?
2: Yeah, best, worst, all the (laughs) in-betweens.
0: Um, the worst singer in the squad?
3: Probably me. Um, we had a situation last week with the National Anthem where half of us were ahead of it and the other half were on like par with the timing and I literally had to like stop and then wait and then I sang too fast again so I put everyone off, so probably me.
0: Yeah, You, you did a good performance today because uh, they were supposed to play through the loudspeakers here at the stadium and unfortunately nothing came through the speakers so it was left to you ladies to, to belt out the anthem and you, you did a sterling job. Uh, I didn't quite hear you individually but as a whole, uh, you ladies were really good. Were you stressing when you realized that you would have to sing it?
3: No, I love to sing. I don't really mind. It's other people's ears that get damaged.
0: <laughs> well, you're going to have to give us an example right now.
3: That's
0: not bad. Tegan, your turn?
3: Um, I think I have to agree. No,
0: with to, to continue oh, no, from no. the song. <laughs> Just pick up from where she left off. Uh. Manu
2: Parker. <laughs> Gary?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. no.
2: <laughs> that's that's enough. <laughs>
1: let's not let's not encourage an
0: Art Matthews moment. Uh, yeah, you're saying the, the worst singer according to you.
2: I think I agree with Seal on that one. Um, I stand next to her for the outdoor and indoor setup, um, and yeah, she she told me when I stood up there on Saturday night that she uh, doesn't sing; she speaks the anthem. So I was <laughs> like, okay, that's fine. She's like, can you sing? I'm like, yeah, I'm not very good though, but
1: yeah. <laughs> All right, who's, who's the fashion disaster in the team?
3: Fashion disaster?
2: I know, I know. <laughs> um, I would have to say Zimmy. Um, so oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so when we were in Cape Town for the All-Stars, we went to the cricket. We managed to get um, tickets from Sean Pollock and we went up into the president's suite and we got told we had to dress really, really nicely. So, of course, we were on hockey tours, so we didn't really bring anything smart. Um, so everyone who was going was panicking a little bit. Um, and Zimmy rocked up in a pair of jeans and just a shirt and just some like normal slip-on shoes, whereas the rest of us dressed to the nines, so I'd have to have to go with Zimmy on that one. Um, and she will probably nail
3: me for it later.
1: Yeah, but I think that's dead accurate. <laughs> so. uh,
0: Celia, do you concur?
3: I wasn't there, but I can imagine Zim doing that. We went to school together, so I know quite well.
0: Um, obviously, I reckon there's someone who controls the music in the bus. Uh, does that happen or do you all listen to individual music? Who's got the worst taste when it comes to, to playing songs?
3: Um, it's quite different in indoor. we sort of really chilled. Um, we just play whatever is on. And the worst songs, maybe me also, because I have such a mixture and it's not like new latest music. It's just very chilled stuff.
0: Uh, what are you listening to right now? What's your favorite artist?
3: I actually am enjoying the Justin Bieber and Ed Sheeran song. Oh,
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah, I see you nodding there, Tegan.
3: Yeah, yeah, I am. I agree with Tegan on that one, yeah.
0: Who takes the longest to get ready? And that's for going out or anything?
3: Um, <laughs> Maybe some of the puppies like Jess O'Connor. She might take, <laughs> she might take a while. The puppies. <laughs>
0: Now, now, we had to try and nail down Jess to the chair to do that podcast. So you were a super sub, Tegan, because Jess just walked off. Uh, what were the words that she used?
1: I may have said, no, we want you for this chair. she says,
0: yes, everybody wants Jess. <laughs> does that sound a bit like her?
2: Yeah, it does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the, the poppy Jess... Uh, what do you reckon, Tegan? Jess also falls into that category. Yeah,
2: yeah, she definitely does. I mean, she's always always dressed up really well, so I think she takes her time to get ready.
0: Yeah, I think when we were
1: in Zim, um, I went to, to Zim with the team. I think we literally waited either for your mum or for uh, for Jess <laughs> every time. all so, right, the bus is ready to go. Where's Jess? So we started telling Jess a different time from the rest of the team.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And and what uh, what time did that have to be? At least 45 minutes prior? (laughs) And then she was still late?
1: No, not too bad. About
0: 35. (laughs) (laughs) And um, who's the... uh, I want to use the word egotist, narcissist, but not so much as, hey, look at me, but who keeps track of their stats the most? So if you had to go to someone right now, if we had to go to Celia and say, how many goals have you scored for South Africa? How many games have you played? Uh, How many minutes have you played? Who would know that... Off my heart.
3: I don't think it's because they think they have a good, e- a big ego, but I think just a bit of a hockey nerd and likes to study the game. But
0: Yeah, they'll tell you that. <laughs> it's not really the case.
3: No, I, I'm not too sure about that. But I think it has to be a bit of a... There is a, a competition between top goalscorer. I know that that, that does happen. Um, so it has to be a competition between the strikers, I think, and then the flickers within the team, the girls that are at PC
0: do you agree with that, Tegan? I mean, you you a person who, who likes to find the back of the net often.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I do agree with that. Um, I also think it's good to have a bit of that competition in the team. and um, keeps us on our toes.
0: How many goals have you scored?
1: That was my one question quiz for her.
2: Oh,
0: sorry, moving on to another one. But uh, how many goals have you scored?
2: I actually don't know.
1: Have a, have a guess because I actually just worked it out before we started. Uh, you played your 27th indoor hockey test today. Okay. How many goals have you scored for South Africa? Yeah.
2: Yo, um,
1: yeah, you don't want to go too high because no, that looks arrogant. Can
2: <laughs> 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 I can remember being in Zim, and you told me I got 14 goals on my 14th cap. Yeah. Um. Yeah, probably somewhere in the 20s, maybe. Higher.
1: Higher 30s. <laughs> yeah, it's in the 30s.
2: Okay, I'm just gonna go with 30.
1: Okay, it is 35. Your tiggy. See, I can't do the same for you because you made your debut before TMS started running, so some of the games aren't on there. <laughs> Let me just put it out: TMS has only been running fully for the three years, so but they uh, use an abacus. Uh, yeah, when, so, when <laughs> you first started. <laughs> um, yes.
3: No, but I also started as a defender. Well, yeah, it's yeah. only my first series as a forward.
1: Yeah, exactly. But you still scored quite a bunch of goals. I mean, you scored a few in Croatia. You scored a few against Namibia, not 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 forty, but.
3: I'm really bad. I don't even know the Like I know if we won or lost after a game. I don't yeah. know the score.
1: It's not important right now.
0: <laughs> oh, it, it amazes me. Excuse me, how you can't know how many goals you scored. I mean, in my rugby career, I know every single try. It's easy when you only scored two. <laughs> uh, granted, but I mean, I would be marking that any which way, shape or form to make sure, uh, granted if it comes easy to you, I suppose uh, it's old hat to, to score for for Teagan Free.
2: Um, I'm not sure if that's the case. I think it's actually because I play midfielder in outdoor, so for me, scoring is just yeah, I'm not too worried about putting the ball in the back of the net. I'm happy for the team to score, like I said, and I know that is cliche, um, but yeah, I don't think I, I focus too much on I've got to score. It's the team's got to score.
1: Yeah, and um, I think actually, from from my experience with the teams, it's actually the guys that are more statistically in inspired than the ladies. I mean, we chatted to Shelly Jones the other day, who has two hundred and seventy six caps for South Africa. She's like somewhere over two hundred. Um, so so it's very interesting. Whereas uh, uh, Retulka, who recently retired, has a list of all the games he's played and. Uh, Austin Smith keeps track so yeah I mean I'm with you I I also am inclined uh, I can tell you every hockey goal I can't really but I can tell you how many goals I've ever scored in my hockey life but uh, it's less than Tegan has scored for South Africa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll never forget, I went to the launch of the SA Cricket Annual a couple of years ago. So it's a book that comes out every year and it's got every stat under the sun relating to teams, results, players, etc. And sitting at my table was a former test player. And we're sitting there and he asked me, he goes, guess who scored? Do you know who scored the most runs in a calendar year uh, for South African history? So I said, um guess the name, I said Jean Cullis, and he goes, no, guess again, so I said, uh, guess another name, he goes, turn to page 238, I turned, and it was this guy who I was chatting to, so he had actually gone and marked himself as well in the book, he knew exactly where he was, so nothing wrong with that, but uh, you get some like that, and then you get some like Celia and, uh, and Tegan, so uh, really, really cool, but uh, do we have a, a question for them, Tyrone? Yeah, but uh, the great
1: question I had was a bit stolen, thanks, thanks for that, <laughs> pleasure, and um, so we'll start with uh, Seals. Seals.
0: Just to update you, this is the famous one-question quiz. Yeah. Many have tried, many have failed. So
1: from the indoor hockey side, Robin Johnson got it wrong. Uh, from the current indoor hockey side, Cindy Hack got it right eventually. And this question may be very easy or very difficult. But who plays Captain America?
0: The pause is a good thing. I missed that question. Who plays in the movie? Yeah. Who is the actor that oh, plays Captain word. America?
3: I sleep in movies. Tegan, don't answer this. I have no idea, so... Um. <laughs> <laughs> I sleep in movies. I'm useless. There,
1: there is a connection to you. Yeah.
3: Is it someone Evans? Like I, Chris Evans. Answer- yeah, oh, well, yeah. Congratulations. You got it right. <laughs> I remember that. Okay.
0: Okay. Tegan, I've got a question for you. Yeah, you helped me there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, famous Springbok Centre. He was ruled to have scored the try of the year in 2009. Were you
3: born yet, Teagues? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, she, <laughs> uh, uh, she was still in
0: nappies, though. <laughs> Yeah, he was, he was a judge who scored the, the try of the year in 2009. That's the World Rugby try of the year. So it wasn't just a, a little funny exercise. And, and the try came in the second test. Uh, for the Springboks against the British and Irish Lions and it was at Loftus if I'm not mistaken the The box were losing by like 20 points and uh, he managed to score at the death after a, a surging comeback which uh, Mornay said managed to convert from the touchline who was it? It's connected yeah
2: um what's his surname?
0: up to can you answer that. Well, well, will it, if it's Tegan then his parents have a yeah, lot of explaining to do <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, Jeepers. Um, I actually have no idea. Um, Starts with a J. Yo, I think. Uh, um, John. Fru-
0: Close. <laughs> Jacques Fury is the guy's name. Uh, went to Monument High, ended up playing uh, for the Lions before going overseas and uh, yeah, had a, a sterling springbok career which included that uh, that amazing try uh, yeah pretty much wraps it up yeah
1: that, that's pretty much it um, it's been absolute pleasure chatting to the two of you thank you for taking the time out of your nap schedule um, you got to miss video yeah,
0: so.
3: videos before right before the, uh, the game
0: sorry when when are you back on court we are uh, currently sitting at 12 o'clock now on uh, the third Friday when you back in court?
2: Uh, we playing Zimbabwe at six again tonight.
0: Okay, brilliant. And yeah, it's such a pity that your bus is gone. So now you're gonna have to Uber through. will uh, You don't. You don't have cash, in, you do. I I do, but I'm. not You're not allowed to pay hockey players in this country. <laughs> <laughs> too we'll, far. Too soon. We'll Good give night. you. We'll <laughs> give you a lift. Uh, Tegan, thank you so much. Sealy. it's uh, been an absolute pleasure. Best of luck for uh, tonight's game and uh, best of luck for the future.
3: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Yeah, that was great. (laughs) Thank you, Tyron.
1: Yeah, thanks. And uh, look, uh, two more great athletes who uh, are representing the country, both at indoor and outdoor, spending a lot of time and uh, dedicating a lot of their life to to hockey. And uh, you can follow both of them on social media. Just look up Tegan Faree, There's no A in that name. Well, I mean, there is an A, but there's not two A's. And Celia Evans.
0: Why would there be two A's?
1: Uh, I don't know. The poor lady has a name spelled T-E-A-G-A-N by so many people.
0: Oh, but that's still not two A's it is, oh, not that A's. is oh that is do you want to make why Tagen? Yeah. why would they do
1: that private squealing
0: remember Derek Albert's one on Twitter and there's no F in that yeah Ty and Barnard and there's no Q <laughs> thank you very much ladies we're speaking rubbish it's uh, time to wrap up cheers we'll uh, catch you soon